I have scars older than your language. Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World of Warcast, episode number 295. I am Michael Gaines. And I am Renata. Hi, Renata. How are you? Good. We had to do this a day late, but... (laughs) Yeah. Life happens. Life happens. I, I had a last minute thing come up, and so we're recording this. I have the day off today. It's my first real day off in like eight years. So oh, that's lovely. It's nice. Except it's not really a day off because here you are. No, but this is this is relaxing. This is something I like to do. True. So, yes. True. It's, it's, it's this and cleaning the garage. So, wow, that's really exciting. But, no, it's, it's nice to have a day off. I, I'm sure you'd rather be doing this than cleaning the garage. Actually, the the garage needs cleaning. <laughs> well, my, my OCD and is wanting saying uh, needs cleaning. Not the same thing. Yeah, I know what you mean. But anyway, we have a lot to talk about, don't we? Yes, we do. Yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway, I now have two one twenties. Wow. And two one ten one elevens. Mm-hmm. I've just started uh, my mage and my hunter. Because I want, well, the mage kind of runs with Kryler's monk, so we've been taking them, starting them together. Mm-hmm. And the hunter, I wanted to get her leather working up. Okay. So I decided. Plus, I just, I just remembered how much fun that playing a a beastmaster hunter is. Mm-hmm. So, but I have to be careful because I'm really trying to focus more on my rogue because she's my she's my xp person and or not my xp person my rep person Mm -hmm. and she's the one that i really need to be to be driving especially since some of the rep requirements for pathfinder which we're going to be talking about a little bit later Mm -hmm. are um are things that i want to make sure that i've got in place right from the beginning so i'm still kind of working on her build and effective aoe for a subtlety rogue which is not very effective but i have made some tweaks that i think have been at least a little bit helpful mm-hmm. one thing i have not resolved which i talked about last week was the mystery of the disappearing xp bar <laughs> you still haven't figured that out still haven't figured that out um why is it that my xp bar standard xp bar doesn't show my xp it only shows my my AP and my rep. I mean, I understand it on my 120s, mm-hmm. but it's all of my characters oh, that are I don't this know. way. I don't know. So I use a now use a add-on called Experiencer, mm-hmm. which adds an experience bar, which you can either uh, put on the bottom or on the top of your screen. It's on the top of mine because that way it doesn't. Otherwise, it's just over the bottom of the UI, of the standard UI, and you can't read it. Mm-hmm. But what's really nice about Experiencer is not only do I now have an experience bar again, yay, uh, but it also lists things like the percentage completed, percentage of rested experience you have left. What's your hourly rate of experience? How long does it estimate that you're going to turn to level? The all of the quests that you have done. How much is this going to advance your? Um, <laughs> the cats are fighting. My fer- my my feral druids are at it again. Will you guys <laughs> stop it? Anyway, um, and it shows how much experience that you would have to go if you turned in all of these quests, or would turning these quests make you ding? Mm-hmm. So. It, it, it gives some additional information, and it's very customizable. You can have all this information, none of it, a little bit, but whatever. But uh, as I said, the big thing is for me, I have an experience bar, and I don't have to figure out what's going wrong now. Nice, nice. I, I haven't experienced a thing like that, but it's for a Titan panel. Ah. Yeah, so I use that. So. For me, and the other thing I did is, is I've started archaeology on my Rogue. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that's curious about archaeology is it's still showing the old number system. My my level currently shows is 825. Oh, interesting. I thought they fixed that. Well, apparently not for archaeology. Um, I have Zandalari archaeology, but it's showing the old style of, of numbering system. Also, 
when you get the non-blue artifacts mm-hmm. and you do the restored art, you create the restored artifacts. One of the things that I noticed is number one, there's no new vendor for this. It's okay. still going back to the same old places it was, and they haven't yet put up Legion era fragments to buy. Normally, when they have had, you can buy the, le- the the fragments from previous expansions. It it's always one behind. So mm-hmm. in Legion, we you could buy everything up through Warlords of Draenor. When it was Warlords of Draenor, you could buy everything up through Pandaria. But if you go to any of these vendors, you would expect to start seeing Legion era fragments, but they're not there. Hmm. So I'm just holding on to them. And case, yeah. see what happens. But that's, I mean, that's what I've been working on. I've been doing world quests all day long on, on, my, <laughs> wow. on my characters, trying to get, you know, lots of experience and such like that. But I am not using the world quest exploit. Okay. And do you want to talk about fixed. this? Yes. And we will be talking about later. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I am currently I-328. I do not have, like, hours and hours to play like some people do. So, um, I want to try and do Mythics this weekend. I saw there's some, there's some groups that allowed 325, and then in, um, trade chat, some people were saying that they were able to do Mythics. Like, it, it was difficult, but they were able to do it at 320. So, um... I don't want to be one of those people that holds a group back, so I'm going to try and do it at 320. And of course, I'll try and get higher than that. But um, uh-huh. the uh, the world quests are starting to uh, allow like 330 plus rewards. Oh, nice! So I'll I'll work on some of those. Um, I need a new staff or offhand. Um, I think wrist or boots or something like that. But you know, I'll get to 330 at some point. Yeah, I'm I'm having the problem that a lot of people are having. World quests don't offer weapon rewards. Right, and so I'm gonna have to do, um, I'm gonna well, I'm gonna have to do some heroics for that. But but also I have to unlock the, some of the mythics. The problem is that I haven't finished all the zones yet because I've been spending all my time like what little time I have. It's like I just got to get my gear up and I got to get my rep gear and rep gear and rep. That's uh-huh. all I've been doing, and so. Um, I was like this close to Order of Embers, so I wanted to finish that up. And then I was like this close to Champions of Azeroth, so I'd like finish that up. So, well, not finished, but like got, got them up to Revere so that I can like buy stuff from the Quartermaster. So that helps my eye level also. And that's sort of like where I've been going. It's sort of like however closer I am to Revere, that's what I've been working on. Uh-huh. And then whatever world quests can help with my gear and or rep or or Azerite power or whatever. And I've just sort of been going from there. So that's been my rotation over uh-huh. the last few years. Now that I'm revered with two, I'm only friendly with the uh, Tortalan. Tort- did I pronounce that right? Yeah. Tortalan, the Tur- turtle people. The turtle people. Um, I'm only friendly with them, and I think I'm honored with everybody else. So I'm just getting all that up. Uh, and uh-huh. also for uh, Pathfinder. Working right. on that too. So now someone called you out on the Discord. You weren't using contracts. No. Okay. Well, here's the thing. So, yeah, right. Somebody. Well, hmm. I was like 230 short of what uh, uh, order of members, and somebody had said, "Were you using contracts?" And I completely forgot about that. So I wound up getting a contract for. Well, I at that time I I had um, made myself uh, revered with order of members. So. I got one for Pradmore Admiralty, uh-huh. not knowing how much rep you're actually going to get for it. And it <laughs> I wind up only getting like 10. It only gives you 10. So it's yeah, not that it's, much. You know, it's a trickle, but it does add up over time. If you're doing a lot of world quests, it's at least worth sticking one on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that um, yeah, it's you're right. It is worth getting. Um, and they're not that expensive. I think the one I got for Proudmore Admiralty was like sixty gold or something. I have an inscriptionist, and he makes them for skill right now. So yeah. I've made a set of them for my rogue. Mm-hmm. She's the one who mostly uses them. Yeah. The other ones I don't really care. Uh, part of the success I, I have come to realize over time 
if you're going to run a lot of alts is to compartmentalize. Mm-hmm. Only have one character you're really working on rep. Only have one character you're really working on this profession, that profession, etc. Because yeah. you could try to do everybody fully to everything, you're just not going to go anywhere. Yeah. So that's sort of where I I am right now. So next time I log in um, later tonight, or or maybe after this, I don't know. I I still got some work to do around the house, but my goal is to see if I can get. A group of people, uh, like find a group of people uh, using Group Finder to do mythics, mm-hmm. and I'll see if I can get my uh, my eye level up to three thirty. The thing is, is that if if people want three thirty, because they'll say uh, three thirty plus in their description, but they're not using the minimum eye level in the Group Finder, which would mm. disallow a bunch of that. But I don't know why right. they're not using it. So. That's why uh, at this point I am not. I, I didn't do any of the horde areas yet, and I still yeah. have one zone to finish on Kulturas, and, and and that's why it's just repping gear. Yeah, I, I haven't done that either. I I'm actually thinking with my hunter just for fun. Mm-hmm. As soon as she gets over to cult, she can get over to Kultira. She she puts in her first um her first foothold. She's going to finish, she's going to level up on Kulteris. Yeah. Just for fun. Just because I'm, you know, when you're, you have to mix things up when you're trying to run multiple alts through and just see how far can she get doing the horde <laughs> quests on Kulteris. Well, yeah. Well, you got to try one of your experiments too, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you see know, if you can do it. Can't do everything the same way. Right. So my profession, let me see, my tailoring is dead at, um, I think it's 111 or something like that. And I haven't done anything with enchanting at all so, because I mean, I'm not getting any kind of monetary reward from it. Like everything like we we're talking about last week is like practically nothing. And and then whatever, what, whatever it was last week that was even selling for 60 gold is, is now down to like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really getting anything out of that. You know, I'll enchant a ring or I'll, I'll do like the, um, the thread for, uh, your, your cloak mm-hmm. on tailoring when I get something new, and that's about it. The other thing that I've been working on is, like I said uh, briefly, it was the Azerite power because as I've been getting new gear, I, I would lose it. Mm-hmm. So, mm, might not have been the smartest idea, but at least I have my eye level up. Yep. So, uh, and I just need more followers, and and I I will get those as I do more zones. Right. Right. So, and that's I have. I think. I just have the three followers that you get from doing the, from opening up those, or I guess four followers. Mm-hmm. You get one in the beginning and you get three for opening up your footholds. Um, Kryler is very funny because one of the, one of the horde followers is a, is a goblin called Hobart. Mm-hmm. One of the other hold for, horde followers is Valtois, the <laughs> night, the, the, the nightborn. Okay. It's not the, the, the snotty nightborn. So he's got this whole almost internal storyline going about how he sends Valtois and Hobart on missions together because Hobart just irritates the hell out of <laughs> Valtois. And he, he, he insists that they fail missions more than any other pairing that they have because Hobart just pisses off Valtois so much. So <laughs> I need to know if there's any data on that i think it's i think it's hysterical i mean every once in a while you know i'll he'll i'll be walking around the house and i'll hear him yell damn it hobart not again (laughs) (laughs) and uh so it's it's just kind of you know hey everyone's got the same champions Mm -hmm. it's not like with legion where you every class had its own separate set of champions at first, I I was kind of disappointed by this, but actually, one of the things that this has brought home is when you have all these different champions across all these different classes, you really lose track of who can do what. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the helpers, the the the, the various helpers, the programs that you have to be able to assign people the most that helps, right? But it it actually does simplify things to only have kind of the same core set. So once you learn, you know, what 
sorts of things they're best at. And that'll come also with champion gear. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any champion gear on any of my followers yet. Okay. Yeah, I don't have any Do of you? that either. No, nothing. Other it's than the... I, I have to look into this. Other than the crafted champion gear items. I don't even know how you get champion gear in this expansion. Well, it, it used to be you would get them from the table in the last two expansions, but... I haven't gotten many missions. The only missions I get is is like, you know, 100 rep here and, you know, 12 Azerite power there. So if if, the, right. if it if it does come from the table, I haven't seen it yet. Neither have I. Neither have I. So and that was the main source of, of champion gear was, yeah. was the table. So right. I need to look into that because right now I've got s- several of my followers are blue. Mm-hmm. So in theory, I think they could have champion gear, but... Um, the, the ones for that they're crafted are just to bring back crafting materials and that's, that's fun, but it's not very (laughs) useful to improving their, their performance. True. Yeah. Um, so I, I use the app and I, uh, I haven't seen anything like this. As a matter of fact, I was just checking to see if there was anything new today. It's just Azerite power and rep. So anybody knows whether or not there's supposed to be anything but that, and then just let us know. Because there's always things like pets and, and you know rare things like that. I have gotten pet charms. Okay. I've I've gotten a couple that that are pet charms. Mostly it's Azerite, Gold, and Rep. Mm-hmm. But I did get pet charms once. Oh yeah, Wh- whoever at Blizzard thought that it would be a good idea to put people on a twelve hour, uh, <laughs> a twelve hour mission for seventy some odd gold. No. No. <laughs> like, who's gonna do that? No. Yeah. No. I just want to mention one last thing. Um, Dills was on the AIE podcast as a guest the other day, and uh, he said some good things about Warcast, which is really nice because... Yeah, it was episode 300. Yeah, episode 300. And um, yeah, it was really uh, it was really nice to hear that. So I want to thank Dills for uh, for the kind words. Yeah, I was, I was talking on... on uh... Discord. I think it was Phileas who pointed out that that we were on that we were mentioned on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, one of the things is is kind of funny. Even after all these years, I'm always surprised that someone knows who I am. <laughs> but why it's, do you think that? I I have no idea. I I just I just do. It's it's silly, but I do. You've been doing this for twelve years. Well, I took a break in the middle, but yeah, I, I realized that. But it's. And it was very nice because, I mean, one of the things that they mentioned, which is true, is we're one of the few original WoW podcasts that's still pretty much exclusively a WoW podcast. That's true, yeah. We do mention other games. You mention Overwatch sometimes. I mention Diablo sometimes. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, we're very, we're still almost completely WoW-centric. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the reason why is because I just don't seem to focus on overwatch anymore like i used to i don't know maybe i just never had the right group of people to play with because well i should say i never had a group of people to play with i always played um random you know with randos uh-huh. and the people that i knew that were in groups with they like had their own groups or you know they were in tournaments and such i'm like well i'm not that good so i just sort of distanced myself from that game because it's just frustrating <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I really think it boils down to time. Yeah. I don't have time to really devote to more than one game mm-hmm. in the kind of focus that that doing a podcast requires. Right, right. Yeah, so yeah, I, I couldn't do that. All right, what do we have this week in WoW? Well, the Trial of Styles started today. Oh, did it? All right, I'm and have to get free that. transmogs. Mm. Well, now what does that mean, tr- Free. What do you have it to... means when I went to go to the transmogger to get off an ugly hat. Uh huh. Oh, oh, you mean free to do the transmogs? Yes. Oh, I thought it was like free here. Here's a transmog for nothing. No, oh. no. You, you, transmogs don't cost anything during the trial of style. Nice. Okay. So I, I actually have played now with a few different transmogs and switching back and forth and running around the world. Sometimes when you're in. The dressing room, mm-hmm. and you see a transmog. It looks cool, but then when you get out in the world, it doesn't look so cool anymore. With the lighting or whatever, 
my 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 paladin is a is a is a total clothes horse. So I've changed his transmog like four times in the past couple of days. Mm -hmm. As soon as I found out they're free transmogs, I've been really abusing <laughs> the system. I have uh, twenty transmogs, so my all the slots that I have for for save transmogs are all filled. So, yeah. all right. What else is there? Darkmoon Fair. Darkmoon Fair starts on Sunday. Nice. Um, they, I, they haven't really started up back up with things like the the time walking or anything like that. That's going to be coming soon. Mm -hmm. Um, the first raid will be opening up in a couple of weeks. Okay. Uh, that sort of thing. But right now, I mean, there there's some PVP events, but they're kind of keeping that low key for now. And I think that's probably wise because people are concentrating on other stuff. Yeah. All right, news. This is very cool. So uh, we have not known how many people have been playing WoW for a few years. They don't make those numbers uh, available anymore like they used to. But Battle for Azeroth sold 3.4 million copies on its first day. That's a franchise record. And there's, there are a lot of games that would kill for those kinds of numbers. Mm -hmm. Now... Do you know, does this count only purchases on that day, or does that count pre-purchases as well? I would think it would be anyone who was able to play that day. When they when they ticked over at 6 o'clock, whoever was online would be someone who would be considered a purchaser. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, and they've sold more copies since then. It's not like they sold 3.4 million copies on that day and then have sold nothing yeah. since then. Yeah. So so to those people in the classic forums that think that BFA is going to fail, how you doing? <laughs> I think like EverQuest, the the highest it ever got was what, a hundred thousand, somewhere yeah, around there? Something like that. Yeah. So there were been a lot of hot fixes. Yes. This week. You were talking about the auction house. Tell us about that. Well, I want to talk about that afterwards because oh, okay. there's quite a lot to to Get in. Of course, I sat down with spreadsheets. Oh my God! You have a and... <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Let me see that again. You have a you have a hard clipboard with an actual spreadsheet in pencil, pen, pen, pen. pencil. What is that? Pen. I was. Wow. I've been writing down. I've been trying to figure out if there any sort of a formula for the new deposit system, and there isn't. But I will talk about that after we talk about the other things now this isn't a complete list of all the hot fixes these are ones that are just kind of a little bit broader scale and mm -hmm. things that i found notable i thought this one was just funny under classes demon hunters will no longer fall to their deaths gliding away from uh desert i know we're not having it. The, the troll city yeah yeah uh, apparently if you now i do this all the time with goblin gliders mm -hmm. it's actually i found this is the easiest way to get around this city is you come out of the of the Great Seal near the top of the of the of the uh, ziggurat, mm -hmm. and you just hit a glo goblin glider, and you can go. It's a much faster way to get from one end to the other of the of the of the ziggurat. I did try today. I I had a goblin glider, and I went up to the king's room, went okay. up to the highest part on the ziggurat to see how far south I could get, and I hit Tusk Island which is the island south of the boats. Mm -hmm. So that was fun. Uh, but apparently death, demon hunters were getting, uh, were getting forcibly deglided and okay. splatting. Okay. So, and feral druids are continuing to receive upgrades to their AOE abilities. Okay. I haven't played a feral druid in a long time, so... I haven't played one. I have one. I just haven't played her yet in the expansion. And creatures and NPCs, uh, treasure hunters around the dead wash will no no longer inadvertently flag horde players PvP. Thank you. It happened to me. Oh yeah, um, that happened to me too. I, I was getting flagged for something. I don't know why. So. Well, you wouldn't have gotten flagged there because they were alliance against no, no, horde not there but, but in other places i'm like why am i yeah flag they're there? trying to they're trying to reduce the number of accidental flaggings yeah okay um so in freehold here's one um in freehold it now has an npc at the end that will port characters to the beginning this i like because do you remember uh, what was it in kata i think it was in kata there was a way to get to the beginning of the dungeon a little easier 
Yes, so you just and get out. They, they kind of retrofitted some of the dungeons to do mm-hmm. that, but not all of them. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So thank you. Um, King's Rest, which I did not unlock yet. Uh, enemy casters now have mana bars. Okay. Well, that's nice because then you know if there's someone you can interrupt or not. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I just use... Oh, wait. Oh, they're talking about the cast bars underneath. Oh, I thought... No, I think it's 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 mana it's it's mana bars. So you know mana whether bars. they are a spell user or not. No, I, all right. So here's the thing: I just look for whether or not they're casting underneath their profile. That's mm-hmm. how I know. I don't look for mana bars specifically because it, just because they have a mana bar doesn't mean there's something that that you can interrupt. Right, because you have if it's if the little bar is grayed out for the progress of, of whatever they're casting, yeah. that's not interruptible. But there are it, it does matter because, for example, there are some melee effects that are that are in theory interruptible, yeah. Yeah. but you can't use counterspell against them. I want to talk about that briefly. You might not be able to counterspell. I have learned this, and I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the show before, but there is a way to counter the abilities that are in the 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 thick bar the one that you're mm-hmm. not supposed to be able to counter mm-hmm. if i use dragon's breath uh, not on everything but if i use dragon's breath on some abilities that are supposed to be uninterruptible it interrupts them yeah there are some you can see there's also paladin stuns that, that work the same mm-hmm. way i always give it a shot yeah and sometimes if you can you, you can't interrupt them but you can stun them mm-hmm. and that knocks them out but it, it it it's it's a fine distinction between the two. But a lot of the times, it's a counter spell doesn't work against melee effects, even yeah. if they are interruptible. Yeah. If it's not a spell, so. Okay. So under items, Azerite armor is now tradable. Yes, as promised a couple weeks ago. Thank you. Yes, and faction items can now be traded back to their quartermaster for a full refund for two hours, thus making them as just like every other expansion. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that they couldn't do that. Under professions inscription, contract duration is now seven days. Oh, what was it before? Because I just bought my first contract last night, and it doesn't before have an it was supposed to be. You had that contract on until you replaced it with another contract. That's what I thought. Okay, because when um, what is it? Alcano's buff bars, I think, is the add-on that I use. It's it's just empty. It doesn't have like a countdown like everything else does. It's just it's just there with like a translucent blue background. So it doesn't say seven days. Yeah. Well, this is good news to inscriptionists because it Mm -hmm. means people will have to buy more contracts. Mm -hmm. Um, and they have not, and they've been reasonably risked selling. Um, I, I find that champions of Azeroth is one of the ones that seems to sell the best right now. Because uh, that one is has fewer options for getting that faction up, and it's more important for people to get that one up. Mm-hmm. But one of the, my complaints about this is, at least as of today, you can see what contract you have in in your buff bar yes. in your in your buffs. Yes. Right now, it doesn't tell you when that's going to expire. Well, that's, that's yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. All yeah. Right. So, so it's, it's just me. it's although they've said that the contracts are now limited to seven days. There does there may not be anything in the Lua that's going to display that just yet, mm-hmm. and I really hope they do because I'm the forgetful type, and I will have a contract on my character, and I won't be paying attention to whether I'm getting the and it'll have expired and I won't know. At least if it if it has a counter, I'll be able to mark on my calendar when to renew the contracts. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, world quests. Profession world quests will now not show up for characters who don't have that profession. I didn't see that happen, but okay. I did. Oh, I did. did. I was. Okay. I. I was. My paladin was running with uh, Kryler's paladin, and we both saw mining quests. And my paladin is not a miner. Oh, interesting. Uh, I didn't. See I couldn't that. do him, but yeah. it was showing up still. Okay. Being hit by frightened stomps of frightened. Brutosaur during Underfoot will no longer flag players. Thank you. I didn't. There was see, one of the. Oh, there was one of these guys right in the middle of the crafting area. <laughs> okay. So if you had to go over to if this world quest was running, uh-huh. 
and you had to go over to buy things from the general trade skill vendor, you had to be really careful to time your run across that area or else you'd get flagged. Oh, great. Okay. So this may have been more of a horde problem than an alliance problem. Okay. And for the world, several missing Zendalar boxes have been returned. Mailboxes. Ma- mailboxes. Let me ask you something, because I haven't done anything there really yet, except for the footholds. Do you find that there aren't a lot of flight points? Yes. The okay. flight points are very sparse. Yeah, we were talking about that in a group chat. A group chat, listen to me. Um, in trade chat the other day, uh, whether mm-hmm. or not there should be more. And... Yeah, some people were saying that there needs to be more on that continent. Yeah, and well, I was very glad to see this because one of the glaring examples of a missing mailbox was there was no mailbox anywhere near the crafters area. Oh, well, yeah, there needs to be. Yeah, and now there's one right in the middle of it, so I'm I'm happy. Okay, the auction house hotfixes. There we go. And here is why I think they're meaningless. Mm -hmm. Recently, this is an attempt by Blizzard to kind of do a a temporary fix to some problems the auction house has. One of the big ones is, especially on high population service, which I'm on and and you're on, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Is that people put up large numbers of trade skill items and they, you know, they'll put up 200 of them with one, one item each. Yeah. The stack size of one item each. And if you're not using an auction house mod like Auctionator or Auctioneer, um, this can clog pages, pages and pages of oh, auctions. I use Auctioneer and I still get pages depending on what you're looking for because you know you, you get one bright person who says, I'm going to put up 200 of one single item. But then you get like 15 people that want to do the same thing. And now you've got pages and pages and pages of crap. And good luck with that. <laughs> Auctionator, I think, handles it a little better Does it? Okay. Than, auction, than, than Auctioneer. But it's still, you're waiting for all of these things to load before mm-hmm. you can see them. And then you click on something to buy it, and it lags and lags and lags and lags because it has to go through that scan all mm-hmm. over again. So... For display, yes. I don't know if it's any faster. It certainly doesn't seem fast to me. Their temporary fix to do, was to do two things. One was to place a, a premium 20% extra deposit for trade skill items, but also to radically increase the amount of the deposit that they would charge for people who put up one, uh, put up 200 one items mm-hmm. or versus a person who put up a stack of 200. So they're, they're penalizing people for using small stack sizes. In theory, it sounds like a great idea and it sounds like it would really dissuade people, but there's some problems with it. Mm-hmm. Number one, you only pay the deposit if the items don't sell. Right. So if you're pretty sure now what this does help is there are people who will put in these items at a higher price to try to artificially inflate the price. They're trying to game like undermine journal and trade skill, um, trade skill master and such, which keep track of histories of prices. Mm -hmm. They're trying to inflate the prices, but, and for that, it might work. It, It keep people from doing that to some extent. Um, but here's why if you run the numbers, it's meaningless. I did some sample items. I was looking at, uh, monolite ore, gloom dust, and great sea catfish okay. as sample items. And uh, th- I found several of these like monolite ore and deep sea satin was the same price, uh, the, the same price patterns. And what I was looking at was deposits that you would pay between doing one stack of 200 and 200 stacks of one. Mm -hmm. And it was, I I didn't go through everyone because I also checked against one stack of 100, one stack of 50, one stack, but it was like, you know, one stack of 200, one stack of 100 was half of what one stack of 200 was. So, you know, mathematically, it just doesn't make that much difference. 
So, and then what I did then is I, I found that the, that it didn't really matter what you were putting them up for as a price. It's had the same deposit. So, but just to be, just so that everything was the same, every one of them that I was testing, I was looking at if you put it up for a bit of one gold and a buyout of one gold. But it didn't matter. I tried different prices and it, it doesn't change that. So great sea catfish, for example, um, if you put up one stack of 200, the deposit was seven gold, five silver. Mm -hmm. If you put up two, 200 stacks of one, it was 47 gold, mm -hmm. five, uh, five silver 47. or okay. an inflation of 633%. Mm -hmm. Um, the U S median sale for one great sea catfish right now is 24 gold so losing 47.5 gold out of 4800 gold that's one percent all right that's not too bad that's not much yeah that's not much you know we're talking about pennies in comparison gloom dust this one had a huge eight gold for one stack of 200 or 200 gold for 200 stacks of one hmm. Or 2,500%. Up the U.S. median's 27 gold. So you're talking about 200 gold out of 5,400 gold or 3.7% loss. And then the big one was monolite ore. Okay. 200, a stack of 200 was one silver, 30 copper <laughs> deposit. And 40 gold if it was 200 stacks of one or wow. a 307,000% change wow. in the deposit but the u.s median is 48 gold so we're talking you know 40 gold out of 9600 gold or a 0.42 percent loss these are not numbers that are going to dissuade a true auction gamer mm -hmm. um looking at these numbers yeah but the, here's the thing is maybe it won't but what, well, would it dissuade anyone? Because I mean, first off, I want to know, we talked about this before. When you're putting up 200 of something, you're not putting up 200 of one thing. If you're a true auction person, I'm sure you're putting up 200 of a bunch of stuff. And now you got to go into your mailbox and shift click it to automatically deal with all that crap that comes back. I mean, mm -hmm. th this has got to be a process. And for what? So. Right. My guess is that maybe it'll at least push people into doing stacks as, as opposed to doing singles. Right. But I, as I said, I just, I don't think, I, I realize that this is just a temporary fix. Yeah. That Blizzard has said they're, they're tr going to be making some pretty comprehensive changes to the auction house because fundamentally it hasn't changed much in 14 years. No, it hasn't. And it really was not, made with the kind of volume in mind that we have today. Mm -hmm. um, so I realize this is a temporary fix, but I mean that the gloom dust at 3.7% loss was one of the highest ones I saw. Mm -hmm. Mostly it's, you know, 1% maybe. And as I said, I just don't think those are numbers that are, that are really going to dissuade anybody. No. Well, so unless, you know, it, it, it may, dissuade someone who's more casual about it but let me tell you yeah. the the people are talking about this and this isn't really um keeping people from doing what they always do yeah especially if they think they can sell it well if they do the math like you did then maybe it won't dissuade them but you're right maybe casual people won't care well i'm not the only one doing the math mm -hmm. you know they, they some of these people are i mean they're very very serious about the game within a game yeah. so Anyway, that's my that's my take on the auction house changes. Okay. All right. Handy Notes has a new module for BFA treasures and achievement points and zones. Awesome. Yes. I need yes. to get that. Yeah, there are a lot of there's a lot of cool little achievements like there's one in Nazmir that you have to find these 10 lost frogs. Mhm. Mm and so all the 10 lost frogs are on this, on Handy Notes now. So okay, it's cool. it's very cool. Oh, now we're going to talk about the World Quest exploit, which it is fixed now, right? So we can talk about it? It is fixed, okay. yes. And I wanted to talk about this because I think if people understand how it worked, 
they're not going to buy the excuse that people are making on a lot of these boards that they got banned because they were doing this by accident. Mm -hmm. Um, So the world quest exploit allowed people to get exalted with reps much faster than they Mm -hmm. should have because they were able to farm these world quests, Mm -hmm. literally farm them. Normally when you do a world quest, you do it, you get your things and it goes away and then you have to wait for renewals. Right. That's not how these were working. Okay. So here's how the world quest exploit worked. Mm -hmm. And I had to dig onto Reddit to get this because, um, the legitimate sites like, you know, the, the official forums, Wowhead, Icy Veins and such were not publishing any information because they didn't want people to use this. Sure, that makes sense. So the first thing you have to do is you have to find the right type of quest. Mm -hmm. And the favored one was a kill 10 rats. The reason being is because it's much easier to control the timing, the flow of the world quest. With boss kill, for example, you can't always control how fast it dies because more people pile on, it dies faster. And with that, uh, you can't do the precise timing thing that you had to do for this. Mm -hmm. So how this worked is the progress, the objectives would go until you'd killed nine rats. There's only one rat left. And then Mm -hmm. you'd locate the last mob that you needed to kill. At the time that the world quest was complete. Yeah. They would convert from party to raid. Uh-huh. And the moment they did that, all the stuff would drop, but the world quest would not mark as complete. Okay. Now, I we were talking about this earlier, and you had said in Legion that, you know, they these these quests didn't work. Yeah, you're, 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 raid. you're not supposed to get credit for doing um non gold uh profile raids. Uh, right. quest. Uh, I'm sorry. You're not supposed to get credit for doing non-gold profile uh, world quests. Right. So non-elite quests. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that's why, as I said, the kill ten rats one are never are never elite quests. Mm-hmm. But instead of just failing, it'll drop all the items that you would get as a reward. It drops all the reputation you would get. It just doesn't mark as complete. So then what would happen is the group would leave the area mm-hmm. until they had left the where the world quest drops off because they, they're too far away from it. Reset, back to party, go back, and that quest would reset. Hmm. And they could just do this over and over and over again. Be- the, the trick was having to get this perfect timing to kill that last rat and convert at the same time. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they did is they wrote a macro, like they would they would tie it to an instant cast spell, like Moonfire or Fire Blast or one of those. Yeah. And they would have someone who's de- basically the designated killer to get that last blow in. And when they did that, they have a macro which says, you know, cast Moonfire, uh, then do the script convert to raid. Mm-hmm. And people were saying, you know, what's the big deal? This is just a rep thing. Well, it's not just rep. It's items. Some of these had items associated with them. And you could keep doing this over and over and getting the same copy of the item until it Titan forged up to the highest one. And then you would have all of these items that you could take to the scrapper Mm -hmm. and turn those into tasty uh, trade skill <laughs> items, which can then be sold on the auction house for lots and lots of, of gold these days because trade skill items are still pretty high. Yeah. Um, so you had items, and sometimes people were doing these for Azerite. They would they would do these do these quests, and they would get the 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 Azerite shards, and they would get a lot of AP. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just rep; it was rep, it was gold, it was items, and it was Azerite. And people were just farming these. In fact, there were warnings on some of the sites like Reddit. Don't join world quest groups that say farming world quests because they're using this exploit. Oh, I didn't even see any of those. Okay. 
Um, I don't know. I didn't see them either, but I wasn't really paying attention to those things because I wasn't really grouping. For, I don't generally group for world quests unless they're bosses and the bosses are not the ones that they, they care about. They want the, you know, kill X right, ones. Right. Um, so I think that that, that explanation shows that's not something you can really do by accident. No, you can't. Repeatedly. <laughs> not at all. Now, someone did this by accident the first time. Mm -hmm. Oh, sure. And I would guess it was someone who realized, oh, my God, we're in a raid. I got to convert to party, and it just happened to be as the last thing died. Mm -hmm. And they said, hey, wait a minute. We got everything, but this didn't finish. Let's run out of the area and come back, see if it finishes. Hey, it reset. We can do this again. Mm -hmm. So someone had to, I can see doing it once or twice, but there was some guy on Reddit who was complaining that he had only done it, they said, five to seven five six, times. Yeah, I saw that. By accident. Yeah, and you can't do and this by accident. And he got permabanned. Okay, I think permabanned is a little harsh. Well, if it really was five to seven times, but I don't think... Yeah. Now, from what I am seeing, permabans are relatively rare. It's only for the worst offenders. Mm -hmm. Most people seem to be getting suspensions of anywhere from three to seven days, and they're getting rollbacks on whatever it is they got during this period. Yeah. So um, that's good. That should be happening. But that is the story of the World Quest exploit okay. but there is, is one other thing that i want to mention about that sure as a corollary to that i have gotten at least four tells from some version of somebody pretending that they're blizzard <laughs> i've gotten getting those. whispers saying blizzard is wants you to go to this website because you're about to be banned for using the world quest exploit and uh you need to plead your case mm-hmm Needless to say, this is not legitimate. Um, <laughs> yeah, and not only that, but they wanted you to go to a website that ended in .top, not like .com, not blizzard.com. It was like blizzard-something.top. It's like, yeah. who was who really falling for these sorts of things? It's like big top BS. <laughs> well, like the, one, the first one I got was from blizzard-dentark. Okay. And first of all, the guy actually was pretty clever. He picked a death knight. And of course, when the name shows up, it's going to show up in their color. So the dark red is kind of dark. And it took some squinting to realize the eye had an acute over it. Uh -huh. It wasn't. As... But first of all, Blizzard isn't going to come out as Blizzard dash any server. No. Their GM accounts aren't server bound. And number two, they're always going to have that little blue blizz logo on them mm -hmm. i put a, a screenshot of what an official blizzard communication looks like okay. um never go to a non-blizzard website if you're concerned go straight to blizzard they'll have sent you an email they will have sent you an email addressed to you by your name mm -hmm. your real name not your not your battle tag and they will and generally they aren't going to tell you you have to go plead your case they're just going to tell you what they've done to you yeah so don't fall for that. No. All right. Battle for Azeroth Pathfinder. Part one. Uh, Battle for Azeroth Explorer. You have to explore all six zones on both continents. Right. Yeah. So you have to have done that. Um, world, Wide world of quests. Complete 100 <laughs> world quests. Mm -hmm. Azerothian diplomat. Earn revered with the following factions. Champions of Azeroth and Tertalan Seekers, and the following for each side. Alliance, Proudmoor Admiralty, Storm's Wake, Order of Embers, Seventh Legion, Horde, Zandalari Empire, uh, Vald Valdunai, uh, Talanji's Expedition, and the Honorbound. So yep. that, that's work. <laughs> yes. Um, either You have to do either, I, either the Cool Tourist... Or Zandalar Forever is that's to complete the main storylines in your side's three zones. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, ready for war for each faction. Complete your side's war campaign. Starts with establishing footholds necessary to open world quests. 
The rest requires becoming friendly with your side's war rep, honor bound or seventh legion. I think I'm already honored with friendly or honored with seventh. I think I'm honored with them. I think I'm friendly with Honorbound. I haven't I haven't started I, I established the three footholds, but I haven't gone any farther than that. And maybe that's something I want to work on. Uh, there are no dungeon or raid requirements yet. Mm-hmm. But as I recall, of course Pathfinder one is what you need to be working on to get flying eventually. Yeah. But it does have another perk in the meantime in that it increases your mount speed on Colteris or on Zandalar. Um, so it's something that you want to try to get as soon as possible. And once you unlock it, it's it works for all your characters. Yeah. Um, but, you know, everyone needs goals. <laughs> and sure. this is a good one to work on. Okay. One of the things that I, I, I'm starting to work on is a list of more fun goals, like titles. What do you have to do to get tight? Ty- you know, all sorts of BFA titles. What mm-hmm. do you have to do to get all sorts of BFA pets, etc. Or mounts. So or mounts. <laughs> there is actually there's a whole thing on there's a, a a Wow Secret Finders Reddit. Yes, and I've been meaning to go there. Some people have started working on them already. Yes, they're they're part way through the hive finding out about the hive mind. Mm-hmm. And this looks like a similar quest line to that black unicorn whose name has ter- currently escaped me that I didn't finish in the last expansion. Mm. The that the mount where you where you have to do that really long, 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 long line of, of different things. Yeah. Uh, you did it, but I yes. haven't. Uh, have I forgot the name of it. So we'll we'll see. I'm going to be working on that too. Yeah, but sort of in a passive way. Not I'm not going to be doing it actively at this point. I mean, right now. Um, I'm doing revered. I'm trying to get revered for the gear. Uh-huh. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll be doing mythics, like I said, and uh, we'll see how it goes from there. Right. All right. You have a mod of the cast. Yes. Well, the mod of the cast isn't a new mod, but it is a it's it's a good one. But there's a trick to it. Okay. World Quest Tracker. Yes. Everyone's favorite World Quest Tracker mob is not working. Okay. In the release version. Why not? I have no idea. Okay. But there is an alpha version yes, I'm, that I'm does work. Now. Okay. But you can't use the the general installer for that at this point. What you have to do is go in and uninstall World Quest Tracker. Mm-hmm. Open it up in Twitch. Go to its page. Click click you know when you when you when you search That's what I'm doing, don't yeah. hit install. World yeah. Click on the description. And the you know, the whole page will come up, the description will come up, and then you'll see a thing that's like uh, notes, change logs, and versions is the last one. Click on versions, and the top one will be the alpha release. That's the one you want to download. Okay. Hold on one second. So this whole time people were talking about how World Quest Tracker doesn't work. I've been using World Quest List. Yeah, and it's clunky. I like it, but it's clunky compared to World Quest Tracker. Oh, um, okay. Well, let me give it a shot then. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but as I said, what you have to do is you have to get that alpha version, which you can't get by using the standard Twitch installer. You have yeah. to go through the thing of open the page, open versions, and find that alpha version and download that. Okay, so right now the latest version is R three thirteen alpha. So if I if I high, oh, I can't highlight because that. if you click oh, here the it is. download, yeah, I got yeah, you it. click the little down down arrow there to and download. It's installed. Okay, but if you use the installer, what you'll get is that release version that's just before that in the list. And what is mm. the version number of that? The current release. Oh, uh, I don't know. Oh, you, <laughs> because, you clicked off because, the page. No, no, no. Well, no, what happened was um, it, it just went back to the... Oh, I don't know. Where is it? Why is that, Why is this... Oh, status. Oh, I see. Uh, let me just go in alphabetical order. Scroll down to the bottom. I don't know. It doesn't no, matter, but doesn't don't get matter. the release version. Get the alpha version. The alpha version is working great. Okay. Um, in other news, I just found out that my entire USB bus on my gaming machine is flaky. 
Oh, dear. That's what's been. So when we started recording, I'm like, there's something wrong with my PC, and I don't know what it is. Now I know what it is. Mm. Um, Well, right now it's just my mouse because I was moving it while we were recording. I'm like, "Hmm, my mouse doesn't move. Um, I'm just I'm trying to load up the game because I want to see what World Quest Tracker looks like. Um, But yeah, (laughs) I'm hoping this this isn't a motherboard problem because if it is, then um, crap, because then I have to buy a new CPU and a new motherboard. Yay. Because my CPU is a 4790K. And, um, yeah. All right. So um, while I'm waiting for this, I just want to mention one thing. Um, As everybody may or may not know, because I have been retweeting it, um, Allie, who's been on the show before, has been doing a show. Uh, She has a brand new podcast, and it's called uh, Dungeon Fables. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. I mean, it's it's really well done. I'm very impressed with it. And um, I asked her to do a bumper for us, so there will be a bumper for her show right after we stop. So I implore everybody to like not stop when we're doing our goodbyes. Just just listen to the bumper and and uh, give her show a shot. It's Dungeon Fable on Twitter because somebody stole the S. but uh yeah it's it's a very well done show cool and we'll try to keep our our goodbyes quick so that we can get right to that (laughs) yeah i'm just you know what i'm logging into the game this is going to take a while so i don't know what's wrong with my computer and i don't really feel like troubleshooting it right now and i don't want to buy a new (laughs) (laughs) at least i don't have to spend like a you know like a kidney to get a new video card that's true because the new 2080s were announced, uh, the NVIDIAs. Does anybody even buy ATI anymore? I mean, I remember the days when it was ATI and um, Voodoo. Radeon really pissed me off because they were going, and I guess that's ATI now. Yeah. Um, because they have an even worse policy than Apple does about not supporting older cards. Oh, okay. So they would stop writing drivers. After your card was like, you know, sometimes as little as a year and a half, two years old. Oh, that's not good. And uh, then, of course, everything would get out of date. It wouldn't work anymore, and you'd mm-hmm. be forced to buy another video card. Uh, but mostly what I did is I said, okay, well, NVIDIA, you've got my business now. Wow, look at this new UI. Click to track a quest. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I kind of missed the list from World Quest List. Oh, but they've got so many other things. Oh, this is very interesting. Yeah, you can sort, you can, you can, um, there's it's a lot of customizability. You can sort them any way you want. So, you know, if you want profession quests to be first or last, you can do that. You can, it's very customizable. That's very cool. Um, although, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's this UI, but it doesn't show where it's happening. Oh, yeah, it does. Um, well, like, I'd have... I, I get a row of boxes. It's I like, can't see what you're looking at. No, no, at, I know so. you can't. But, like, okay, so the way that World Quest list would work is that you would have your map, and on the, um, on the right side of the map, it would attach a list, a literal list of what World Quests were shown, depending on how zoomed in or out you were. What I see here is I'm looking at Colteris, and I see Drustvar. There are five. And I mm-hmm. see uh, Stormsong Valley. There are two, four, six, eight. There are eight. But what World Quest list would do is that if you moused over it in the list, it would highlight on the map where it is. And oh, the, well, it does this. It does the same thing in uh, in the that. other one too. Uh, I'll just I'll, I'm I'm launching too, so I can walk you through that. Okay, I see. So if you zoom in, it shows you the specific locations but if you zoom back out and you just look at like the whole thing it doesn't show you the specific yeah locations. you have to be zoomed out oh, to the full map and it okay. shows them and it does show you the full the specific locations right. you can also change the scale on this so if you got a big a big monitor like mine you can um i you see the thing is is that Basically, World Quest Tracker and World Quest List are backwards in that World Quest List shows its detail when your map is minimized, when your map is smaller, and World Quest Tracker shows it when it's full screen. Yeah. I prefer the full screen. Um, hmm. Part of it is I'm just nearsighted, so I need, the, need more. Right. But 
I'll... I mean, if you're going through, but you're looking at like the the options, the sort order, your filters, time left, you can say, okay, only show me quests that have less than four hours left. Yeah. You can do that. So. All right. Well, I'm going to have to take a look at this. I'll, I'll play with it for a couple of days, see if I feel good about it. If not, I think I'm going to go back to World Quest list. It's, it's just preference. It's like, you know, the difference yeah. between using um, between using auctionator and auctioneer. They mm -hmm. each have something to offer. So, yeah. All right. So before we go, as I said, I want to play the bumper for Dungeon Fables. Um, we don't play very many bumpers, so that's why it's a little weird. But I think this one is definitely worth playing. So as I said, Ellie has been doing uh, an amazing job with the series, and I really hope that everybody takes a listen. So here we go. Hello fellow Warcast fans, Allie here. Do you enjoy dungeons and raids? Ever wonder what the story is behind them and why the bosses are there? Check out Dungeon Fables to find out. You can find the show wherever you get your favorite podcasts from, or on Twitter at Dungeon Fable, singular because the S was taken. Take care and have a great week. All right, so that was a lot to talk about. We're at like an hour plus. So, um, yeah, lots going on. I'm sure we'll have a lot more to talk about next week. Um, if, Ren, how does everybody get a hold of you? I am on Twitter on Warcast underscore Renata. I am on our Discord a great deal, and that is at discord.worldofwarcast.com. Starmike on Twitter, World of Warcast on Twitter, worldofwarcast at gmail.com is our email address. That's going to do it for this week. I want to thank everybody for listening, and we'll see you next week. For the Horde. Giant start on September 8th. I hope they don't suck this year. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>